King's Dream Live podcast where creatives, entrepreneurs come to get inspired, empowered, all that good stuff. I'm here with a good friend of mine, Mr. Murs. How are you doing, man? Three sixteen. Can I have the energy drink? Too? You want the energy drink? I got you, sir. Get that. Boom. Sparkling grapefruit ginger. Right. Hello. I feel like I've gotten you that before, and you haven't finished it. I don't know if I'm, I'm actually <laughs> like enjoyed these. I, yeah. I don't use these because this is just lifted. I gotta have mighty. I go mighty. Anyway, hey man, so you've done it, ju- done just about everything there is to do. I feel like almost yeah, in yes. hip hop. Yeah. You got your start, uh-huh. independent LA underground, mm-hmm. solo artist first, or part uh-huh. of uh, the Living Legends first. No, man, I was way back, man. I started with cookbook. Okay. Cookbook? Yeah, I started with cookbook. Wow. I mean, I started before. I recorded my first song when I was 14. Okay. And I on four track. And then my first song that people know me for is a song called Sunspray, which I did was 15 at Mike Karen's house, who's currently the president of Atlantic Records. I met Mike Karen. Yeah. Yeah, he, I he, met Mike Karen like, you... like, like a year ago. Yeah, so he I did my first <laughs> song at his house. We had a sleepover. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, a friend of mine stole some CDs in the house. I didn't snitch on my friend, so I was excommunicated from his life. Mm. Too bad for me, right? He sells millions of records. Um, I think I'm doing just fine. He's doing well for himself. But uh, that's where I started. And uh, Now, uh, when did the crew come apart? So I had a crew first called Sons of Neshack, okay. which was me, Eli Scarab, my homegirl, um, DJ Omai, oh and um, my homeboy, DJ Sage, who is now Jesse Shatkin, who produced Chandelier for Sia. Was a mod in, in it? Because this is because you're talking Project Blowed, right? And like that. Um. Yeah. Well, they were all older than us. Yeah, we were okay. kids. We okay. were like the fans of that. Got those it. guys. Got it. But uh. But yeah. groups is fun because the like is less work. Right, like you ain't gotta. I never looked at it like that. I, I, I <laughs> you write. Ain't, you only got write one rap instead of. I just don't three. like. Be, I don't like. I don't like being the center of attention. I like writing a song. I love writing. I just don't uh-huh. like to be the center of attention. Like I'm. I'm not a star. Like I don't like being a star. Like Eli was a star. Uh-huh. I, they would. I would be the guy that was begging the principal to get us to be able to rap at lunchtime. Yep. On during the pep rally, yeah. and I would be the guy that didn't want to rap. Uh, you were that guy. I just wanted to do the politics to make sure hip hop was represented and it wasn't off. G Funk at yeah. all of our pep rallies, <laughs> so that that's so I always stayed in a group because I always I did not like to be around talented people. Like yeah, Eli was to me is one of the best. At 16 years old, he was one of the best rappers in the world. Um, now you now you said you said something that like from you said initially you didn't want to be the star you wanted to be the guy behind the scenes politicking and make sure that yeah. cool stuff happened. Yeah, and that's kind of been I feel like a, a, a unique fingerprint of yours on the West Coast. Yeah. Um, by design, I think, you know, without talking over all the accolades and all the things you've been a part of, um, what 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 advice do you have to young guys starting out who are creative, but they're not sure how to navigate this new terrain we're in with streaming, you know, sl- slowly starting to penetrate the market, album sales are down, streams are up, there's not a whole lot of money in the conversion of music like what advice from your vantage point do you have for this next generation of artists that maybe aren't even doing shows yet they're literally just hoping to get a song on soundcloud man you have to do something new man um know yourself know what you're getting into it for 
I think there's universal truths. No matter what changes, like, you know, I'll tell you, it's not, there's nothing new under the sun. Basic thing I tell people, the broad thing is tell people is do what you love. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As long as you're having fun, then, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, you're doing what you, you know, you're doing love. If there's a choice for you to do something else, then do something else. Really? Yeah, this is not a way to, and I've discouraged people from rapping. I felt really bad later. I had a friend that was a really talented rapper, and he didn't rap, but I was like, he's like, I don't know. I just don't know what to choose. I was like, if it's a choice, that it's not what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> if you're making a choice, it's not what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. You know? You're going to save a lot of marriages and a lot yeah. of If it's a choice, if, you, right if it's now. a choice, bro, don't do it. Because And then if you want to make money, then don't do it because the music business is not a business. Mm. It's full of inconsiderate, egotistical scumbags. Mm. Musicians, and especially rappers, are some of the worst human beings, if not the worst human beings on the planet, that aren't murdering children and raping women and sex trafficking. Those are the worst humans. However, and when it comes to the normal, to capitalism, yeah. you can't get worse than someone who wants all the, to be a spotlight, who wants to write his own lyrics, who wants to do his own beats, and then wants to own everything. Like... And then, and then using the mu- in in the music talking about how great he is. Like people don't realize, like that's not what music is for. Hmm. Like it's only rap that made music about bragging about yourself. Yeah, hip hop is the kind of the only it's genre. The, it's the that worst. Does it's, that, right? it's the worst. It's the it's the least artistic. It's the worst. It's and it's the it's the art form I love. Yeah. So how have you distinguished yourself to position yourself to make money? Well, I think growing up. I come from a long line of entrepreneurs on both sides of my family. My dad's side, more illegal. My mother's side, very much legal. Um, neither college educated. Um, just hardworking, hustling people on both sides. Because it takes hard work to be in the streets and it takes hard work to be an entrepreneur legit. Um, so my mom always thought that I was going to be broke. She told me I was going to be broke. A lot of my family thought I was going to be broke, gay, and on drugs because I was into music. Because I happened to some other How did it gave me? Because <laughs> it, it was it was the truth for some of my other family. We just gonna members. throw every uh, artistic cliche at yeah. you possible. And they discouraged me. They discouraged me. They discouraged me. Yeah. And so I think that hurt me artistically, but helped me. Um, you had a chip on your shoulder. Yeah. So yeah. I was. It wasn't like some, a lot of people's chip on their shoulder is if you talk to any other black rapper, it's hi, daddy. I missed you. Yep. I love you. Look yep. at my gold chain. Look at me, America. Look at me. Yeah. My thing was like I have to get bread. I have to show my family that, yeah. and not and my family's not a type of family that's not about stunning. And also, my family takes care of themselves. My mother's whole thing was, and thank God, it was always as long as you're taken care of, yeah. you don't have to buy me. It wasn't like I gotta buy my mama a house. I gotta get my mama out the hood. My right. mom busted her ass, so just, she, right. I didn't have to. So I just, to me, if you have that type of motivation, you got chip on your shoulder. Financially, and I had people to look at and be inspired by that were entrepreneurial in my life. Can you teach a creative how to be entrepreneurial? I don't think so. Really? Yeah, no. See, I believe the opposite. I believe you can't teach a you can't teach a entrepreneur to be creative, but you could teach a creative to be entrepreneurial. I think they're both art. True, but I think learning business and numbers and and marketing, if you're already creative, is easier than if you're not creative. Trying to tell somebody how to I've never, I've, I've, a I've, cadence or a pattern in the flow. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, it might be easy. I think, yeah, it's easier to have the formula. But, like, the whole thing is, like, 
being able to apply it because you can get somebody that raps on beat and it just sounds stiff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be like, I don't know if you've ever met anyone or you've worked with children with special needs, children with autism. Yeah. When you have to go over with them, like, yeah, ask this person how their day was. Right. And they go, how was your day? Right. They don't feel it. You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. people make business a cold thing, mm-hmm. but they're not going to come. Like, you could teach them numbers, but they're not going to create paid dues. They're not going to be able to say, hey, yeah, I, I need to sign yeah, John, yeah, yeah. and I need to do this, and I yeah. need to do that. Like yeah. They'll be able to keep their books, yeah. pay their bills on time, and yeah. maybe yeah. be responsible. Like, I should make this, but they're not going to do anything great with business. Like It's kind of hard to do. Hmm. Can it be good, though? Yeah, they could be. Anybody could be good. Like you could. Right. Be, I think I'm a good rapper. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, but to be great is you know to to follow your calling, and some people are both. Like I don't think it's all black and white. Yeah, because yeah. there is more nuance to it. There's so many variables that are just intangibles. Yeah. So I think I'm I'm looking to encourage. What are the variables they can control? First thing you said is love what you do. Don't do it for money. You know. Yeah, there's a lot better things you could do for money. For mo- if you're trying to do music for money, you shouldn't do it. Yeah, it's like being a beachcombers. Yeah, with the like the little thing that's yeah. like that's like do that for money. Like that. <laughs> you know what the guy's looking for? Yeah, gold? yeah, that's the same thing. Talking about you want to rap for money. Yeah. It's the equivalent of saying I want to be a professional basketball player. Yeah, I think even right? worse. Like if, I think like, even worse. Like if you want to be Drake, it's the equivalent of saying I want to be Kobe. Yeah, but the whole thing is like with Kobe. If it was up to matter of opinion, if Kobe was great, Kobe would be, and technically he's still up to matter of opinion, because mm-hmm. he's still ranked not even in the top 10 basketball players of all time. Mm-hmm. If you're not from California, you probably really don't think highly of Kobe Bryant. Okay. Or Jordan. Or Yeah, yeah. Like you're saying you want to be Michael Jordan, but there's no public opinion to six championships. Got it. Yeah. I think that I make music on par with anyone, but that's a matter that's of opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole yeah. thing is like, if Donald Trump can be president, of course Drake could be platinum. Mm-hmm. Like public opinion means what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right, right. these are the same people. A lot of the people that buy Drake albums are people who vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> How much do you value their opinion? So like it's not, you know, it's even worse than saying trying to like beat Michael Jordan because if you practice basketball every day, you're going to be good. And even if you're not good, yeah. you can go out and be respected in a pickup game. Sure. You know? Sure, but but what you feel like with music and hip hop, it's not the same. No, man, it's a matter of opinion. Like I tell people all the time, it's the hardest job. If you go to McDonald's and you make the fries the right way, everybody that leaves McDonald's is happy. Mm. We can both go in and record a perfect album with the in in the pocket mm-hmm. with the best hooks. Blah 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 blah. blah. Mm-hmm. If there was a science to this, mm-hmm. it would Dre would have come out with Detox ten mm-hmm. years ago. Hmm. Diddy would have a hit every time. He wouldn't have a slump. Snoop mm-hmm. would have hits all the time. Mm-hmm. So when I see people get in the studio like, this is how you make a hit record, you don't know. No one knows. Right, right. Paul McCartney hasn't had a hit record in how long. Yeah, yeah. And it's like we, we had talked about, like there is a there is an element of magic to it. Yeah, there's definitely, a, and there's no ma- element of magic to basketball. Like if there's Steph, just, there's, there's Steph Curry, genetics, timing, genetics, like timing, yeah. being at the right time, right, being around the right people, being in the right neighborhood where there was a court that was accessible to you to go play. I mean, but now right family, I like think that's all. That those are all variables. No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't think so because it's like there's Steph Curry and there's Allen Iverson. Couldn't be two different genetic makeups. Couldn't be two more different financial backgrounds. And I think what Steph Curry has proven is that he's taken all of the magic out of it. Mm. 
I'm not mad. Your though. dad's a boy. Your dad, <laughs> I, I, well, I think Steph Curry is extremely brilliant. I think he's killing <laughs> basketball. The ratings show that. Like it's like it's not fun to watch. <laughs> he's like the the Floyd. Mayweather. It's fun. Like being a yeah, being <laughs> someone on Twitch is like better. It's it's more fun to watch people yeah. play NBA 2K on Twitch. <laughs> Didn't watch, watch Steph Curry. That's funny. I mean, it started with Tim Duncan, somebody I yeah. respect very much, you know? But what's, what's been great about the Spurs is watching George Greg Popovich develop talent. Hmm. To see him make Kawhi Leonard into a star. That, and see, that, and that's, that's a great feel, producer. I, yeah. There's magic like, there. I feel like I think there are people that do that, that can do that. Like, you may not be Drake and you may not be the biggest rock star in the world but i feel like when you put in the work you're creative you un- you have self awareness you understand the marketplace you can work your way up to be a a six man on the bench yeah, and you're not the me. star and nobody is going to buy your jersey necessarily but you're going to make a comfortable living and you might come off the bench one day and and be Jeremy Lin you know what i mean like i think that's possible you know and that's yeah. and that and like I, I think i'm on a quest to discover that like what are those what are those variables you know i mean yeah so i mean like you can have like a greg pop like you look at someone like puffy mm-hmm. like there's a difference the pub difference between puffy and dre is dre finds stars dre is like phil jackson you mm-hmm. won't catch him playing the game mm-hmm. unless he has one of the greatest of all time in his corner mm-hmm. snoop corrupt yep. eminem yep. 50 cent yep. anderson pot right kendrick lamar right Right. Puffy will take Black Rob, Shine, G Dep, yeah. Greg Mack, yep. and make them stars. And don't even talk about his R and B game. Right. Total. <laughs> Carl Thomas. <laughs> like it, right. Jodeci, Mary right. J. Blige. Like right, right. Yeah. He, it's two different kind of you know, there's Phil Jackson and there's Pops. Yep. To me, Pop has more magic. Puff has more magic. Dre yeah. is very methodical, precise, uh-huh. and he's looking for he can see talent. And if he doesn't see you selling a billion records and being one of the greatest of all time, he won't even spit on you. Hmm. You know? So it's like trying to find out who you are and getting up under someone that works. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you're going for longevity, obviously Puffy's not the person. Because right. No one ever gets a second record. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. So what was the the biggest challenge for you being so multifaceted in multiple groups, multiple collaboration efforts? You know, from your your record with Ninth Wonder to the Living Legends, and then still maintaining and being an artist, being merged the artist that that again is still multifaceted. Like, what challenges and what 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 uh, benefits are there to that? Well, the benefits I don't feel like I'm artistic enough. I'm not being creative enough. The benefits are you you know you're building a network of people. Um, you're building a a, a large body of work, you know, mm-hmm. which is confusing to some people. Yeah. Um, but which is, which is something to be said. And maybe like, you know, as we talk in this un- uncovered, like if streaming is a new way, then having a vast catalog, I just like, I just, uh, licensed my, relicensed my catalog. None of my music was on streaming services, 316 in the beginning for real good music. Nothing I had done. Mm. Outside of like three or four albums was on available for streaming. Wow, okay. I never knew that. I just had I just did a deal where I can get that out to everybody. I think that having a lot of content wins now. Yeah. Because yep. if you have a hundred fans, they're gonna play your songs all the time. Right. And the more right. you give them, the more right. there's there is to stream. And the more odds are you popping up on someone Pan- Pandora station. Mm. And then from someone like me who's worked with everyone, which I hate like the Apple algorithm is off because 
if you put a Merce radio on, it's only going to play strange music or atmosphere, mm. which is crazy because, like, I'm like Kevin Bacon of rap. Like, right. You really, yeah, you like, have work with everybody. Like, Bad Brains to Snoop Dogg. Like, I right. have, like... So, the thing that I've learned about... I'm learning about streaming. This is what they're coming out and saying. And they're just saying streaming, even though the money is not there, uh, in comparison to sales, right? But the value of streaming is that streaming is about having replayable music, right? So whereas pop music is usually like it's it's replayed to you until you like it, streaming, you have to choose to replay a record. And they're saying that actually gives creative music, independent music an advantage because it usually ends up having more replay value. Like quality, independent, creative music has more replay value than mainstream pop music, which is very like formulaic and, and repetitive. Are you telling me that in Little Yachty is quality? No. Yeah. Well, I mean, to some people. No, it's not quality to anyone. No, no, I think some people. People still know that there's a difference between Anderson Pike and Little Yachty. Sure. There's a difference between McDonald's and a home cooked meal. Sure. People like good. Sure. McDonald's is good to some people. Taco Bell is good, but they know everybody knows what a home cooked meal is. Okay. I think I think audibly, like people know. So I don't think it's. But I think there's an. But I do think that like melodically, there. I'm not. I'm not a little Yachty fan, but I'm saying melodically, he may be doing some interesting things. And what I'm saying is, I think a Anderson Pac is still doing very well on streaming. You know, like I think these guys, like Chance, 300 million streams first week. Drake did a, a, a billion streams first week. Right. Right. So the the but that, but they're not too off. Right. But those are, but those are pop music. Sure. I mean, you was, you we could, we could say Chance is pop yeah, now. Chance, Chance has been pop. He's been making pop music from the start. He hasn't been popular, but he's been trying I think he's, to make pop I think, music. I think, I think he's one step further pop than Anderson Pop. Anderson has been making music that sounds like nobody else. But it's what I'm saying is aesthetically, the- it's very similar. Like format-wise, it's, it's similar. The vocal inflections, how they're using their voices, it's similar. I think Chance is more commercial. I agree. I think he's more right. pop. What I'm saying, I think that they are. I don't, I don't. I don't think that there's an advent of people creative music blowing up because of streaming. The powers that be still control. Yes, but what I'm saying is that we can. We still came out and like you know the, the Dream Junkies Good Religion record, which we didn't put a ton of money behind, still came out as well over a million streams, well over not counting YouTube. You know, and, and YouTube is probably like half a million streams, and like. And, and again, is that does that mean fifty thousand people listen to it twenty times, ten thousand people listen to it? Right. You know but what, I mean? what like, I'm saying is like we've never I seen think, numbers like that. I That's think, all I'm I, saying. I don't think that streaming made you guys more popular. If we take streaming away, uh-huh. you guys would have just been selling more records because you're growing. Maybe, yeah. Probably. You know what I mean? Probably. It's just, it's just people are growing. Probably. And I mean, I think the I think the advent of Napster really helped us because that was really like. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about streaming. It wasn't easy. It was like you yeah, had to go, put yeah, in a name, blah, blah, yeah. But that was that leveled the playing field because we couldn't get our records in stores to save our life. Right. But I'm saying, don't you feel like streaming has done the same thing now? But it was, I mean, streaming, but it was already done with Napster. Like to me, Napster's was the change. Streaming just refined Napster. It's just a new Napster. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But so it's not, it's nothing's changed. So now it's just a part of the game. Like mm-hmm. you guys, like I said, whether people have found it on Napster, you mm-hmm. guys are just doing the work and making the quality music. Yes. Your career is on the rise. Yes. It's not streaming. It's not helping anyone. It's not changing the game. It's not changing the quality of music. All it is doing is making more music. It's it's broadening things. Yes. 
people have for a, everyone. I feel like people have a wider palette. They have more options. They're yeah. consuming more music than ever. Yeah, which I'm not mad at because that. not because they're not paying for it because they're not or they're only they're paying very little for yeah. it. So then the question becomes for you, like, are you okay if Murs, the main thing that Murs is known for, isn't his music? Is that something you're okay with? Um, Murs is a personality. It's a brand. It's a you know what I mean. It's it's a it's something that's bigger than than just music. And you do music and you go make get get music money, music checks. But Murs is something. It's it's more of a personality, right? Is that something you're okay with? Um, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think that it's been my goal from the beginning. Yeah, I wanted to be like LL Cool J and Ice T and Ice Cube. Right. I think somewhere along the line, people start taking rap way too seriously. Like Jay Z never really branched out. Yeah. Like yeah. He was focused on Kendrick yeah. is really focused on rapping. Yeah. Would that so? Would that be your advice? What? So, because so, to me that's a no brainer. Like, like I think the re the one of the reasons why you have so much longevity in the game is that you you've you've done different things to diversify, right? Multiple streams. And I think if I'm a new artist, like I think I have to be at least aware of what's going on and the explosion that's happening on YouTube and the explosion that's happening on Facebook and videos and streaming. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. live facebook videos periscope right and 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 being more than like unless you're just genius level talent and you're just you're you're a kendrick you're a you know what i mean like i think i think we have to be mindful of all the tools and the resources that are available to the to the next generation that's here you know what i mean like like the new artists like i think that's how i would approach it is like you got to be more than just a rapper yeah. i mean i don't I, yeah i guess it depends man like it really depends like james harden plays offense you know, mm-hmm. I go back to the basketball analogy. It just depends. Like, mm-hmm. are you an entertainer or are you a rapper? Mm-hmm. Are you a musician or are you an entertainer? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, self awareness. Yeah, and it's, yeah, just and it's not even what you are. What do you want to be? Mm-hmm. Like for me, I always wanted to be an A and R. Like I wanted to be an A and R before I was a rapper. Those skills have been applied to. How did I find Ninth Wonder? Because. Mm-hmm. I, you know, because a yeah. friend recommended, but I'm always open to what's new and what's yeah. not. Yeah. How did I think signing to Jeff Jack's is a good idea? Because I'm just putting myself in the position yeah. as a rapping A&R, basically. Yeah. Yep. But I tried to back away and people kept pushing me to rap. Right. And that's how I became where I am. So now I do have a point where when people are like, it is a bit off-putting to me when people ask me like, when's the next paid dues? I'm like, I don't give a f- <laughs> I, mean, I just ask me when my out like I'll be like, well, why don't you ask me when my album's coming out? Or yeah. people be like, oh, that's the guy I throw paid dues, and I was like, well, I've all, I've sold way more albums than I have concert tickets. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. And people, but it's like you know, yeah, my career. Like for people who like you try to diversify, like my career is such a mess. You know, like I can post. Majority of my fans are atmosphere fans, or mm-hmm. strange music fans, mm-hmm. or Aesop rock fans, or LP fans. None of them are merch fans. fans, unless they're a Chicano, male or female from Southern from California. Right. I'll even say Chicano, like a person of color from from uh, California. Right. And uh, I'm still trying to figure out. And but well, I guess that's the thing about technology is that's what I always say. Whatever you're doing, whether you think you want to do it, if you don't do it, you're not doing it. Mm-hmm. You don't exist in here. Put it out and see what happens. And then now, 
before I used to have to put a tape out and like, okay, that one sold 30 on the first two weeks. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. maybe I do this cover. Maybe I do this and mm -hmm. talking to Grouch and talking to Eli mm -hmm. and doing shows for five people and trying to, but you can now get online mm. and see all of your, what are they called? Analytics. Analytics, yeah. yeah. So the, are you gonna study those yeah. and figure it out. Yeah, so, the, so, so in today's climate, do you feel like good music will rise to the top? Mm. You know, like, like, like this, like very, very, very practical. I'm a, I'm a 18 year old rapper. I think I'm really, really good. Right. I have a hundred friends on Facebook, hundred followers on Instagram, hundred followers on SoundCloud, hundred followers on Twitter. Yeah. I would say if your music is as good as you think it is, when you put that song on SoundCloud, those hundred people that, that like are your actual real, real life friends. If it's actually as good as you think it is, those hundred people 50 of those people will share it and those people will share it and those people will share it and you'll have, you'll have some movement. You won't get a billion plays overnight, but you'll have some movement. Like you'll be able to look at, you'll see the needle move. Yeah. It's, if it's a great record. I think, yeah, I think that's what it is. Like people, I don't know. Cause I, like I literally like, if you, what was that Dave Chappelle where they made the internet a real place? Yeah. Like I, I would stand out on the street and yell at people. Mm -hmm. I have underground tapes for sale. Mm -hmm. Please buy my music. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I didn't just put it in the shelf at Amoeba mm -hmm. and walk away. Right. You know what I mean? I was out in front of every show. So, I was right. like, okay, if you... I'm not, and what I'm not saying is just throw it on SoundCloud yeah, and help yeah. people listen. Yeah, you got to yeah. You got to tell your Twitter yeah. followers, tell your Facebook friends. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, and yeah, and then after all said and done, after you scream, yep. cry, pitch the you should see some type of movement. Yep. And whatever you feel like is progress, cool. But then you, to me, it's like you also have to throw more at the wall. You can't put out one song. Yep. Because maybe they don't like it. When you do love songs, maybe they like it when you do this. You got to find out how you're connecting with people yeah, and where you're connecting with them. Study your analytics. And then if you see no growth, then yeah, maybe, maybe you're not this to isn't for you. Right. Like my man Ninth Wonder said, God has a plan for everyone and maybe music isn't his plan for you. <laughs> That's, you know, you have to kind of just, you got you to gotta listen at that point. But I mean, yeah, I think you should try everything. Do you think your friends... We'll keep it real with you. Like if you have quality friends, those hundred initial friends. I don't know. That goes into all, are your friends your friends because they tell you the truth? Or are your friends your friends because they just take good care? They love you. Yeah. Is loving you telling you the truth? If it hurts your feelings? No, I think will they tell you the truth by sharing the music? I mean, my thing is, yeah, they'll tell you. Yeah, that tells you the truth. But also, it doesn't mean because I was the least favorite out of Living Legends. I was always called ugly or. Something. There was all, I was the youngest. I was this. I was. Yeah. I was. I wasn't supposed to be where I am today. If I listened to what other people said, yeah. especially people close to me that were my friends, because yeah. your friends aren't going to be your friends. Yeah. You know. But yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a yeah. different kind of kid. Some people have had the same friends their whole life. I don't. So was that was that with all the things you just mentioned? Is the reason why you are where you are that chip on your shoulder? Is it because there's something innate and there's some? No, I believe you? them. I don't. I don't ever put a chip on my shoulder. Uh -huh. I guess that I have the kind of friend like, okay, you don't think I'm dope. Yeah. I never thought I was that dope. Uh -huh. And you don't think when it reflects off. That's why I said when you put it out there yep. and people reflect it, because some people will give you an honest reflection without trying to give it to you. I've noticed like, you know what? I live in a house with Grouch, Eli, and Sunspot Jones, and none of these people give me beats. They must not think I'm dope. Right. They didn't have to tell me, but I was yep. like, cool. Right. And I didn't put a chip on my shoulder. I just meant okay, like, well, I. I know that I'm not in the pocket when sure. I rap. I know that blah, blah, blah. Sure. But what I'm not going to do is quit. Right. Because I come this far and there's something, there's some raw talent that people like that attracts people. 
I'm in a group, group full of rappers, so of course they all think they're the shit. Yeah. But when we go out and do shows, people like what I do. Mm. When I go out, I see that I get a reaction from the crowd, and I yeah. got to build on that. And I know that technically around amongst my peers and people, my colleagues who do this, I'm not jiving mm. with them. So there's something I could do technically, mm-hmm. but the 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 intangible, I have that. Mm. And like I said, that's what it came to me. Or even now I know like How'd you know that? Just just a live show, like you were self aware enough to know that. Because people would tell I me rock like, lot, like they 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 would connect yeah, and they People rock. tell me like, yo, you're dope. I love your energy. I mm. you know, people will come out and tell you. So people who don't know you when a stranger feels like they could have to tell you that you do what you do, that you do that, mm. that's when you know. Good. Friends, yeah. you know? It's good. There you have it. Yeah, friends, let's see on that. We're going to title that. episode. <laughs> Man. Cheers. I'll drink to that. Yeah, thank you so much, brother. Um, what's on the way? I know we're here at the studio right now. Yeah, I'm working you're on cooking. my album for now. It's called Captain California. Yeah, somewhere in March. Okay. As far as for, for now. Dope. Strange um, Music? Yeah, on Strange Music. Dope. Merge three sixteen on on all social media, right? And you just merge yeah, merge on Twitter, but and, and Facebook and merge three sixteen on Snapchat. Send nudes. Um, <laughs> merge three sixteen on Instagram. My audience is gonna hate me for this joint. They're gonna be like, "King Street sold out." <laughs> I'm from the streets, not the sidewalk, bro. Hey. We're going to have to do another one of these and talk about faith next time. Oh, they don't want that, man. Yeah. They're still mad about Rapzilla, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Rapzilla. Shout out, Shout to, Rapzilla. out to all my Christian homies, man. But yeah, I, I love I love this thing called um, faith-based hip-hop. I like that. I like that. Faith-based I like hip-hop. that. <laughs> oh, man. Word. Right, thanks for coming up, man. Yeah, man. Thank you.